Right, hello, and welcome to Veterinary Vertex, a podcast of the AVMA Journals. I'm Lisa Fortier, Editor-in-Chief, and I'm joined by co-host and social media editor for our AVMA Journals, Dr. Sarah Wright. This year, we celebrated the inaugural Journal Awards for students, interns, and resident authors in JAVMA and AJVR. Today, we are joined by one of our AJVR Student Award recipients, Dr. Corey Fisher, and one of our JAVMA Student Award recipients, Dr. Brendan Nagler. Corey and Brendan, we are so excited to speak with you today. Thanks for having us. No problem. All right. Well, if it's okay with you guys, we're going to dive right in. Let's do it. So you were our very first student award winner class for JAVMA and AJVR. What was your reaction when you found out that you were nominated and then when you found out you had won? Corey, we'll start with your experience. Sure thing. Um, so I guess I'd say it was a series of um, honors and surprises. Uh, I remember getting an email from my mentor and PI, Dr. Hill, um, which he nominated me for the award. Um, I thought that was really sweet. I hadn't gotten a chance to speak to him in a couple months. Um, I was away uh, in my internship and um, we did this project while I was um, in vet school and actually an undergrad. So um, I thought it was really sweet that he was still thinking about that project and wanted to nominate me for the award. Um, and then winning was even more surprising because it had been several months later. I was in the process of moving back to Florida. It was a busy time. And I honestly um, wasn't, you know, even having it on my mind. And then getting that email was such a, a nice surprise. Um, and it really reminded me um, how much work went into this project. I started it back in 2015. Um, and we had done kind of years of working with these dogs in the swimming pool and uh, long nights of me staring at videos of dogs swimming <laughs> and tracking their legs. Um, so, you know, very typical undergrad uh, research uh, grunt work, but it was really rewarding to see that come to fruition. And, um, you know, it's exciting that this is a, a new award, and I'm hoping that in future years, more students and rising doctors will get this award and it'll uh, motivate them to continue to do research like it did for me. So, yeah, really enjoyable experience. Brendan, what about you? Yeah, mine is um a bit of a funny story, actually, because my mentor, Dr. Langwa, had nominated me, but was very busy at the time. So he had actually forgot to tell me or any of the co-authors that I had been nominated. So my reaction to finding out that I was nominated was the same as when I won the award, because this was one and the same. <laughs> I actually found out I was nominated when I won. And uh, so I got the email and I was quite surprised <laughs> at the uh, that I had won this award. And um, so it took a minute to process for sure. But it was uh, definitely a happy moment. I was really elated just to simply have been published. Um, it was my goal when I started my summer research. And it was a lot of work and um, a grueling process. So it was really nice to just get published in the first place. But then to win the award at the same time was uh, definitely a pleasant surprise, especially because I didn't even know it was coming. <laughs> That's a great story. It's really nice to know that mentorship is alive and well. You know, I, I've I've mentored a lot of students through publications, and it's a lot of work for everybody, but the rewards are are really amazing. So, congratulations again. We're really excited to have been able to implement these initiatives to recognize and encourage uh, young and growing clinicians and researchers. Uh, how has winning this award affected your future outlook? You said, "Well, that was nice. I, this is how I." felt when I won it, but how, how does this affect how you outlook, your outlook on your career path? Uh, why don't we start this time with you, Brendan? Yeah, so it's definitely had a positive impact on my outlook. Um, the whole process from starting our research to the review process and publication had been a bit of a grueling process at times. Um, 
but the results have been really encouraging. Uh, getting published and winning this award has definitely been a confidence booster. And uh, I had always been leaning towards being a specialist. And part of that process was getting published and uh, getting research done. And so, and that's why I participated in the summer research program at our school. And uh, so I just really, this was, the, for, this was the first step and to becoming a specialist for me and uh, for it to turn out so well, it's just been great. <laughs> I am not, I could not be happy with the decision I made to start my research program at uh, in veterinary school. And uh, it's definitely encouraged me to continue to pursue my goals of becoming a specialist and maybe hopefully one day becoming a clinician researcher. Good. Great for you. I remember one of my very first projects and I remember getting the data and I thought, oh, I'm done. I'm so close. But that's really just uh, the tip of the iceberg. Uh, so, and you know, the adage that people say, right, if you didn't publish it, you didn't do it. Yeah. So it, it's until you've been through the process, you don't really realize just how much work it takes to get through it all. So congratulations. Uh, how about you, Corey? How has it changed how you look towards your future? Yeah, um, I'd say I'd echo a lot of the things that uh, Brendan said. So um, for me, I've also thought about specializing um, and that motivated me to do research in vet school. Uh, I finished my small animal rotating internship last year and I just wasn't sure what uh, field I wanted to specialize in or if I wanted to specialize. So currently um, I'm my first year out of my internship doing a role as an emergency veterinarian. And uh, winning this award uh, kind of reminded me how much I've enjoyed research. Um, I've done several more research projects throughout my internship and currently working on some um, kind of on the side. And um, it was a nice motivator um, to see that the work I've put in is actually getting recognized and read by people and can have an impact on our profession. Um, and so I'd say it motivated me to continue to make research part of my personal role as a veterinarian, since there's just so many different things we can do as veterinarians. Um, it's kind of overwhelming, um, but overall, it's kind of boosted my thoughts about uh, applying for residency this coming year and getting more involved in research again, and maybe one day even uh, giving back and being a mentor in research for students um, like I'm interested for me. So very positive. Publishing as a student definitely opens a lot of doors, and I can definitely attest to that myself as well, especially as someone who just graduated about two and a half years ago, actually, at this time. So I can relate to the many amazing career paths, too, in our veterinary profession. So what advice would you share with veterinary students that are hoping to publish manuscripts? I guess I would encourage students to think about how long their research might take, um, map out a timeline, and then maybe double or even triple that timeline. Uh, research, in my experience, always has setbacks in every step of the way. Um, and I would just kind of lay out the expectation that that's normal. Don't let that discourage you. Um, and I think when you have a big research project, breaking it down into smaller, more manageable tasks and setting uh, deadlines for those can be really helpful in making sure that you're still keeping that momentum uh, moving forward with the project and not getting stuck. Um, other things that were helpful for me was always trying to really build a good bond with my mentor. Um, I feel research fatigue is definitely real. And if you enjoy working with your mentor and you can relate to them, um, that's going to motivate you and the rest of the team to work harder and stick with it. Um, and then I'd say uh, just lastly, kind of, again, remembering that every step of the way there might be setbacks um, from data collection to writing 
to the dreaded review process and just to know that that's a normal part of it and to, to stay motivated and stick with it. And I think it will be worth it in the end. Brandon, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so my advice is to take advantage of the resources while they're available to you now in vet school. Um, there's so many unique and interesting opportunities that you have available to you um, from clubs and professors to uh, your teaching hospital. And uh, you're in an environment that wants to see you try new things and to succeed. And I would say, don't be afraid to reach out. If you're interested in research, uh, don't be shy. Reach out to a professor. Your professors are just waiting to guide you and uh, you just have to let them know. They don't necessarily know that you are interested. So it's on you to get out there and put yourself out there. And like, sure, studying for the NAVLE is important, but in my opinion, taking advantage of all these different resources that are available to you in vet school is uh, just as important, if not more so. So that's my main advice is get out there. <laughs> yeah, very good. I, I think, Corey, one of the things that I always tell students when you're saying about setbacks, it's called re-search, <laughs> right? Redo. <laughs> and, you know, you, you get better every single time. Uh, and, and there's things to learn and, and discover along the whole process. So I, I definitely feel your pain. Uh, one of our favorite questions to ask on Veterinary Vertex is a little more personal. Uh, so we'll start with you, Corey, and say, what is the one thing that Corey Fisher is never without? <laughs> um, I hope it's not uh, a cop-out, um, but I almost am always wearing uh, running sneakers and have some kind of earphones with me. Um, I really enjoy running, and when I can sneak a run in before or after work um, and listen to some music, that's like a very nice way to unwind. Um, and then probably more on the uh, type A side, I always have like <laughs> my planner with me. Um, I still use like an old paper planner, um, like an old person, but uh, I just really find it helpful to stay organized and it's rewarding to cross things off a list still. So, oh, <laughs> there we go. Careful yeah. who you're calling old there, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have two, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two, those are two answers we haven't heard yet. So I think we're going to write a list of all these. Like, what do you, what are our promising, aspiring, and established veterinarians never without? What is Brendan Nagler never without? Um, so besides caffeine to get through all my clerkships, um, mine is probably not super unique to a veterinarian, but it's not necessarily something that I have on me at all times. And it's my my dogs, um, or at least pets in general. I've always had pets. <laughs> throughout my entire life. I've never been without one. And um, my two dogs, Amy and Rory, I got them just before vet school to keep me company. And uh, they really kept me sane during the pandemic because being locked away by myself would have been just unbearable without them. Um, so it's always nice to come home after a long day and uh, to their uh, boundless joy and energy at seeing me. <laughs> uh, Amy gets so excited. She'll like jump as high as the fence. And it sometimes worries me that she could jump out if she wanted to. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what I do without them or at least some other pet to have at home to kind of escape from some of the realities <laughs> of life. I can definitely relate to that. I was telling Corey earlier, my cats have come with me from Illinois to Vancouver, now to Oregon, and they're going back to Illinois. So they're always with me too. <laughs> but thank you both again. And just congratulations for being student award winners. It's truly an amazing accomplishment. You can read Corey and Brendan's winning manuscripts in Javma and AJVR on our new journals website. I'm Dr. Sarah Wright, joined by Dr. Lisa Fortier. We want to thank each of you for joining us on this episode of the Veterinary Vertex podcast. We love sharing cutting-edge veterinary research with you, 
and we want to hear from you. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to. Until next time, take care and we'll see you soon. 